Welcome to I'm Game with Fred Croner. Today I am joined by Chris Casillas, a teacher at Muhammad Seymour Junior High and also the parent of three, a mother of three athletes in the Muhammad Seymour School District, including uh, Mateo, who last weekend on Saturday won the uh, state wrestling championship at 195 pounds. So uh, first of all, Chris, welcome. And I imagine you had a little bit of a celebration over the weekend, didn't you? Yes, there was a there was a little celebration. And again, thank you for inviting me. Um, you know, like I said, pretty humbled to, to get the inv invitation from Fred Croner, not going to lie. So, um, but yes, we, we celebrated a little bit, um, you know, but we're back, back at it. It's Monday morning. So back at, back at the routine, right? <laughs> well, and of course the celebration had to be a little bit, uh, I don't know if low key is the word, but probably not as, as all out as it would have been if the season was actually over. But uh, instead the Bulldogs are now going straight from the individual tournament into the dual team series with a, a sectional match at, uh, at Chatham Glenwood. So that, uh, you know, everybody has to make weight again. So yeah, exactly. Exactly. Correct. They were that's a, there's going to be a little con, bit, but not a lot. Yep. Yeah. Big consideration, isn't it? <laughs> mm -hmm. Well, you know, Definitely. obviously all, all parents, I'm sure enjoy watching, watching their kids, but I would think wrestling parents, there's, there's a little bit more uh, involved in terms of um, uh, at home in terms of the, of the meal preparation and the nutrition and so on and so forth. And I was wondering if you could address that a little bit in terms of what kind of special things, because you, you've been at this as a wrestling mom for quite a while now. Yes. And especially with Mateo doing the football where he needs the extra, he needs the extra weight in football, but in wrestling, we definitely have to um, kind of trim it down a little bit. Uh, so in regards to that, a lot of times it for, it doesn't, I do. Yes. Mom, as a mom, you do do a lot. I do some cooking, obviously it's a lot of chicken and rice salads for some weeks until um the boys get their, their metabolisms going and things start, the weight starts dropping off like it needs to. Um, but then once we, once that metabolism gets going, it's almost the opposite. You have to uh, get them to eat more calories because now they're burning more than they're actually eating. So it's kind of a, a toss up back and forth. You have to, to lose the weight, you got to get there and then to, you got to, to maintain it becomes hard too, because once they start those double workouts um, in the morning, and then with afternoon, then they have to make sure that they're getting enough either both ways. So, um, and I know besides uh, Mateo in wrestling, you have another son, Marco, in seventh grade that's wrestling. Have, have the boys been pretty good in terms of, you know, the discipline that it needs to, you know, to stay on weight and, and make weight and, and so on and so forth? I have to say, absolutely. Um, I would love to say that it would be all me, but that I have to help them and but for the most part, they know what they need to do. And I really don't, other than making the meals and I ask them what they want, um, <clears throat> you know, or trying to change it up a little bit. So it's not always one thing. Um, they really do the job. Uh, I know when there for a while, when Mateo was going for his morning workout, the the youngest Marco, he was getting up and doing his morning workout too. Cause he, he wanted to be just like, you know, there's a little bit of that sibling rivalry. He wanted to be just like his brother. So he, um, he would get up and do his morning stuff too. So. So then what, what's a uh, mealtime light at, like at your household? Does the rest of the family eat what the, the wrestling boys are eating or do you fix something completely different? Um, a lot of times it, it is something pretty similar. Um, like I said, for a while there, we ate a lot of chicken and rice and salads. Um, 
And, uh, but then like for my daughter, my husband and I, we might add a little something to it, you know, um, but like I said, they, and a lot of times for, for the boys, it's a lot of cutting out the sugary drinks, um, the chips, the carbs. Um, uh, and once they cut those out, they're pretty, they're pretty golden, you know, so. So talk about the experience for you at, uh, at State Farm Center this past weekend. What, what's it like as a, a parent uh, sitting there, standing there and, and watching? Well, for me as a parent, um, it's definitely, I, I have a different role too, because I'm the, the photographer. So it's a kind of a different thing. I get a, I get a front row seat and I'm blessed to, to get to do that. The only downside is, is uh, you have to keep your mouth shut <laughs> and you can't say a whole lot. You can't cheer a whole lot down there. Um, but again, to get that, that mat side, um, emotion and that the, the wrestling tournament is something like no other. I mean, it's a grind, it's a three-day grind and you see every emotion from on these boys from, uh, excitement to, they made it to the next round to, the agony of defeat truly, um, you know, when they know that they've worked a whole year, um, for it and, 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 and they come up short or it didn't go their way. Um, so again, as a parent, it's one of those, it's a humbling, it, it humbles you real fast and it, it, it makes your heart rate a little bit faster too. So. So I wanted to ask you about the photography part, because I know for the last several years, practically every time I see you in an athletic event, you've got a camera in hand. How, how did that get started? And, and, <laughs> uh, and how, how do you do all that? Um, well, I've always been the one that for a long time, and obviously I wasn't born and raised in the generation when the camera was right on your phone. I've always kind of been the family one that's let's take pictures. Come on, we got to take a picture of this. Um, so I've always been that. But once the kids, I would say once you have children um, and then you try to take them for a, a portrait sitting and you see how much, how expensive they are, it kind of turns you on to it. So we, um, I bought or received probably as a present, I don't even remember a camera and um, a nicer, nicer uh, camera and just got started with that and um, started taking some pictures at games and getting, trying to get the angles and, and learning some things and learning the craft. I was lucky enough to, um, actually work under Jake Carr from J seven out of Dwight for his sports photography. And, um, he taught me some things and, uh, I, like I said, just, just been blessed along the way and you just get, and you know, the equipment gets better as, as time goes on and it's, it's pretty, Amazing. So that, like I said, I kind of have turned to that because as we all know, at the end of the day, um, you know, sometimes pictures are all you end up with, you know, so I know, and I know that the, the kids with their, you know, Instagram and Snapchats and all that now they love to have those, those, uh, those pictures. So again, anyway, I can, can give back to, to the community or to the kids is, is, is what I do it basically do it for. So do you prefer shooting wrestling over some of the other sports because of the fact that wrestling, you can kind of focus in on one area, whereas, you know, I'm thinking in football, you know, they could be, you could be on one side of the field and the action could be on the other side or basketball. I mean, they're coming down so quickly. Sometimes it's hard to, uh, to get a frame in focus. You wind up with, with maybe feet or heads and, and ball in the picture. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, you know, and wrestling gets a little, 
gets a little dicey too, because it seems like I always end up with a referee in front of, you know, referee's feet in front of you, or, you know, not quite the angle you want to show that child, the, the wrestler at, you know, so it, I think every, I think every sport comes with its limitations, but wrestling is definitely one that it makes it easier that you can focus on the one, um, the action, if that makes sense, you know, action is usually in one spot. So how hard is it to watch whatever you're watching though, through a lens, because sometimes you probably just want to put the camera down and watch the action. Then all of a sudden you realize, boy, that would have been a great picture. Well, I laugh. I went to the, I thought I had the camera in the car. Um, Cause usually it is in the car. When I went to the junior high JV meet just this last, well, I guess it was last week and it was weird. It was weird. Cause I'm so used to, uh, being there mat side with the lens, it was kind of, you know, it was a little bit, it was a little bit weird. I, I have to be you know, like a fish out of water kind of thing, you know, that I didn't have, but it was, it was nice to get to, to watch the kids, you know, and actually take in what they do. So. Do you find yourself sometimes uh, when you're setting mat side or court side, whatever the case might be, just taking a little bit of break so you can take in the action? Um, I do. Um, definitely. I definitely do sometimes. And sometimes, you know, you miss that, that shot that you think, Oh, I should have had that one. Um, but like I said, for the most part, I try to try to get all the, all the action shots for the kiddos. Cause as, like I said, with wrestling, you never know who's going to be rolling, which direction or who's going to throw somebody, you know? So I want to go back to, uh, to something you told me back in the football season. I remember I saw you on the sidelines and we we're talking a little bit about, you know, who was recruiting Mateo and how great he was doing and so on and so forth. And then you made the comment that, uh, well, no matter what, uh, he gets no special treatment at home. There's chores to do, tries to take out. And so talk a little bit about, you know, keeping the, the kids grounded, keeping them uh, humbled. Well, that's something that um, was ingrained in me from growing up and um, just the fact that you're never any better than uh, than the person who's washing the dishes or cleaning the floor or anything like that. I was always taught that. Um, and, and it's the same with the kids. Um, you know, I said, you could just as easily, I always want my kids to understand that they could just as easily be the 12th player on the team and, and never see the court. And I want them to understand how, how amazing it is um, for what, what they get. Um, I know the joke Saturday night was, you know, they were some of the other people that were here at our house were teasing them and said, Oh, Mateo, you, yeah, you're the, the you know, this, that, and, and uh, we kind of laughed and joked and I looked at him and he goes, Nope, my mom will give me 24 hours. She gives me 24 hours to get it out of my system that I can be sassy and, and be a little proud of, but after that, it's back to being Mateo. And we all kind of laughed about it. And I said, well, pretty much, you know, <laughs> so. Is that something you feel like the, the kids have kind of caught on to over the years and come naturally, or have you had to do a lot of reinforcement? Oh, there's definitely reinforcement. I can, uh, you can, you can ask any of my kids that I guarantee there's, um, you know, I, I definitely probably wouldn't be on the mother of the year award, uh, award standard podium. Sometimes they definitely, um, let me know that it's not fair. And they let me know that, you know, I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm not doing like other households, just like any other teenagers would. And I, I get the teenage eye rolls and I said, well, that's fine. But when, you know, when you're making your own decisions and you're able to do that, then you can, uh, you know, you can do those things. So, but I just, I feel like sometimes you need to keep them grounded. You need to keep them going in the right direction. 
um, because, you know, there's so many distractions, far more distractions than I ever had growing up, um, you know, nowadays with, you know, the social media and the, the peer pressures and the, and the everything. So. Yeah, there's no doubt about that. Uh, yeah, my gosh, I mean, I didn't even, when I was growing up, didn't even have cell phones. They weren't even a dream. And now, um, you know, you can leave a, a wrestling match or a basketball game. And by the time you get home, there can be a full story about it, uh, you know, online. And, and uh, you know, it used to be you had to wait 24 hours for the newspaper to come out the next day. So there's just been a ton of changes. <laughs> Definitely. And I laugh because I, I think uh, the rest of the, or not the, just, just the wrestlers, but the athletes have gotten used to, you know, the, they like the quick turnaround. We'll leave it at that. And I know this year on the football team, I, we had a bunch of stuff going on and I didn't get the pictures downloaded quite as fast as some of them thought I needed to. And they, uh, Mateo got razzed a little bit, like what's your mom been doing? What's she been, why is she not downloading our pictures? And he's like, well, you know, she does have a household to run. She does have a few things going on and this thing called work, you know? So well, it wasn't like you were slacking off, was it? <laughs> well, I mean, I wish I could say that. And I know people ask me all the time. They're like, well, do you ever sleep? I'm like, well, some nights not so much and some nights it's better. So, you know, uh, they're like, you're posting at all hours of the night. I'm like, well, sometimes that's just how you get things done, right? Uh, exactly. I know that role. Well, if you could talk a little bit about the, the role that you see parents, especially parents of, of athletes having in terms of, uh, you know, besides just the, the support and, and encouragement. Um, well, I think with, with parents, it's, it's one of those things that, and again, I'm not, I don't, I'm not trying to sound preachy because we are not perfect in any way, shape or form, but I think for athletes and, and parents of athletes, we definitely, um, you know, obviously the support is there, the, um, but it's more important that the kids know that no matter what, win or lose, you're always there right? That, that you love them, that you love watching them. Um, and because, you know, I've, I've seen too many times over the years and especially this weekend, man, the, the things you hear down on the floor or with parents, you know, mad about this or mad about that is that, you know, it's still at the end of the day, they're still kids. They're trying to learn their way in this world. And, and, and sometimes they need that support um, of, of a parent just that they can come and, and put their head on your shoulders and, and, um, you know, know that you're there behind them hundred percent. But I also feel it's, it's one of those things where you also have to give them the guidance that they need to, you know, it's kind of a double-edged sword. If you, you can't give them the shoulder to cry on and, and let them make the excuses either, you know, well, I didn't get this because of this. Well, it's not always, we've always said, don't leave it in an umpire or a referee's hands, you know, do the job and, and then you won't have to worry about, you know, this or that. Um, or how the outcome of the match or how the outcome of the, you know, the, the at bat for baseball or the, um, you know, the, the, the foul in a basketball game, whatever the case may be, um, you know, and I think there again, I think it's also a case of sometimes, you know, for us in particular in our family, you know, we've put things aside. We don't, we don't take very many family vacations. Now that's our personal choice, um, you know, because our kids are so active you know, but again, creating those opportunities and obviously for us, you know, connecting yourself with the right people along the way um, definitely helps. You know, I mean, we, our kids are blessed that they have a pretty much a pretty nice gym down in the basement that, you know, I mean, we always crack up because Sunday morning after a tournament, Mateo's down there 
you know, and Marco the same way they're down there. Mateo has his workout time and then Mateo had, or, uh, you know, the boys, Mateo and Marco both have their workout times. They go down, they work out, they come up, they, we have breakfast. I mean, it's kind of a, a, a routine. We don't, we, and I have to say, we don't push them anymore. They, they know if they, they know, and they've seen enough that they, what they have to do to get the job done. And, you know, we're just there to support in whatever way we can. So. So did Mateo take Sunday off the day after winning the state championship or was he back working out in the basement? Well, he was, he was a back, he was back at it again. So yeah, I know there was no, there was no day off. I can tell you that because he, um, you know, that dual team state is Tuesday or dual team, sorry, not state uh, sectional against Chatham and Chatham will be, it'll be a, uh, it's, I think it's going to be a grinder. So it's, it's one of those where he wants to, he wants to get back to that state tournament. So that's, that's been a goal of their, of their team. And, you know, he wants to help get there as, as much as anybody else. So. So you mentioned an interesting thing a little bit ago, you're talking about watching the kids and I, I would imagine for you, especially in the springtime, that presents a little bit of a challenge when you have Marco playing baseball and your daughter real uh, playing softball. So how do you kind of pick and choose? Do you have a game plan on, on what you do? Do you just go to the home at, home games or, or what, uh, what's the strategy? Um, well, we try to make it to, we try to make it to everything. I'm not going to lie. And, um, sometimes that obviously does present itself as a problem. Um, but it, like I said, Mateo, Mateo, our kids kind of understand them. It's Mateo's senior year. And, um, unfortunately, fortunately he takes precedence right now. Um, because, you know, this will be his last go as a bulldog. And um, they kind of understand that. And, um, you know, we definitely try to, the home ones usually, um, due to my husband's job, he, he usually does the home ones. And I'm usually the one that can uh, go to the away ones. Uh, and then, like I said, Saturdays are kind of a toss up of who wants to go where. So, yeah, and then we've got, like I said, then we've got the younger one that does travel ball, too. So it's it's one of those where who's going, you know, who's on first, what's on second type of thing. So we try to keep everybody going. How much sibling rivalry is there between the, the three kids, especially the two boys that do some of the same sports? <laughs> um, I wouldn't say that there's a ton of sibling rivalry other than uh, there's definitely the youngest does not, he doesn't mind being in his brother's shadow, but he doesn't mind people knowing that he's not his brother, if that makes sense. Uh, he, he definitely wants to make his own way in this world. Um, and uh, good, bad, or indifferent, that's, uh, that's how it is. And he, um, you know, he has made it known that, you know, he's got goals this year too. And, and he's hoping to, to make it to the podium. He got, uh, he did not make it last year to state in wrestling. Um, unfortunately fell ill the week, the week of the sectional and, and didn't make it out. And he's made it known that he's not going to, that's not going to happen again this year. Um, and, uh, you know, so he's, he's excited to make a run at the ISA um, state, state series too. So, and he watched his brother do the, do that in seventh and eighth grade. And, and like I said, he's, he's pretty excited. And in regards to Rio, Rio is, uh, I have to say Rio is probably one of the most supportive sisters, um, that there can be. Um, she became a, uh, bulldog pin pal for the wrestling team because she figured 
I'm going to be at all the meets anyways. I might as well do something uh, while she's there. So she does, she helps out with that. And, you know, although sometimes she gets tired of hearing, I'm sure, oh, you're Mateo's sister or you're Marco's, you know, I'm sure she gets tired of hearing that. Um, you know, she's making her way too in the softball. You know, she was a freshman last year and, um, you know, is, is, was on the champion or on the uh, state state team and enjoyed her time there and is hoping to make, uh, make that starting lineup this year too. So, um, you know, so they, they're, yeah, I guess there's sibling rivalry, but it's not, uh, it's not, it's not terrible. And it's not every day that we hear about how horrible it is to be somebody's sibling. So. Well, and maybe a good thing too, to see, you know, a standard, see where the bar is set. And then that, that gives the younger one something to kind of shoot for and, and, uh, and go for in the future, doesn't it? Absolutely. And it's, and it's one of those things too, that it's a, you know, again, that double-edged sword, right? You have to find that balance because I can tell you that all three of the kids, even though raised under the same roof are definitely three different individuals and uh, come with their own strengths and, and, and weaknesses. And uh, as a parent, you try not to try not to compare, but you know, it obviously happens. And we, um, you know, like I said, we're blessed and fortunate that they they're happy and they're healthy and they get to do their thing every day. And um, like I said, we're, we're, we're definitely blessed and the good Lord was good to us. So. How tough was the COVID year? Not necessarily maybe from the sports standpoint, but just in terms of, of being out of school, being away from their friends uh, for such an extended period of time. Um, I'm not going to say that it didn't have an effect uh, on definitely on the kids. We, but there again, we are fortunate and blessed enough that we live out in the country. So we have, you know, we have acreage where they could still do their thing. They could still, um, there is a batting cage in the shed. Um, so they were still able to do a lot of the activities that they were already doing. Um, you know, in regards to friends, um, we were fortunate enough that, you know, we were able to have people here and everybody could still be distanced and get back in their car, um, you know, and, 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 and get together. Um, so, but like I said, it's, it's definitely, you know, you definitely takes a toll um, but again, with us just having moved here, I mean, literally we were, we've always joked that I think this is the first year that our kids have had a normal, a normal year and we've lived here four years, you know, they didn't have a first, a, they weren't here a full, full school year ever. So, um, you know, it's, it's, it's definitely been um, challenging as far as that goes and keeping everybody going in the right direction. And, and again, there's definitely, definitely some some pros and cons to that COVID year. I can tell you that, you know, that year Mateo was pulled athletically in all different directions and academically. I mean, I don't even know where to start on that one. We'll just leave that alone. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, if you could talk a little bit about some of the lessons that you've learned from your years in sports as an athlete, because you've uh, played quite a bit of, of ball as well, haven't you? Yeah, I, um, I played college volleyball. Um, I did four years of college volleyball, uh, one year of softball, and then I became an athletic trainer for the softball team. Um, and I have to say that, you know, the finding that balance um, for the kids between, you know, doing enough for your sport with, with still being able to, to be a kid and, um, 
you know, and, and doing, doing what you love and, and, and finding that balance is, is, is a difficult one. Um, you know, you, you have to train, but you don't want to overtrain. Um, you have to, you know, do your studies, but, um, you know, and, and, yeah, but if you, you know, if you don't find that balance, that can be a difficult, um, difficult situation. And, um, you know, and again, being, being humble enough to understand that sometimes it's not your turn to shine, you know, sometimes it's somebody else's turn to shine. And I think, you know, between my husband's college experience for playing football and mine, and, you know, just trying to help the kids understand that, you know, like you, you have to, you have to be a teammate. You have to be, you know, you have to work hard. Nothing is given. Um, it's definitely earned. Um, you know, I mean, the saying that, we've had since Mateo went to state the first time is the road to the podium is earned. It's not given, you know, and nothing, nothing for sports is ever given out, you know, and I kind of always chuckle, well, they got this. No, they didn't get it. They earned it. They earned every ounce of it, you know, um, you know, so I think that's, that plays a role, you know, and you, you understand the, the ups and the downs of a season, right? I mean, I, I never did an individual seat, uh, sport like, like wrestling, I mean, to me, wrestling is one like no other ever, all the other athletes that I see, they walk off the court or they walk off the field or they walk off and, and they don't, they don't have to put their equipment away, but those wrestling kids, they have to roll up their mats. They got to carry them back up the stairs. I mean, they, like I said, there's so much that they have to do that, um, you know, so much more than, than we ever had to do, you know? So, um, again, that's, like I said, for us, it's just keeping it, keeping it with what we've, what we've known and keep it easy, keep it, keep it easy going for them. Well, you know, a lot of those things you say are, are you know, just as valuable as far as life lessons as they are in athletics. So, I mean, you know, really it's given the, the kids, uh, not just your kids, but anyone involved in athletics, just kind of a, a head start or a jump start on, on getting prepared for life. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think it's just one of those things where you, uh, and especially in, you know, in our world today, I feel like sometimes it's, it's very, very quick to, um, to put the blame somewhere else, you know, and my kids will tell you that I, you know, if there ever has been a problem at school or there has been an issue, I'll say, well, what did you do first? You know, <laughs> there's definitely no easy street for them that, oh, well, you know, my mom's going to back me. Well, no, my mom will probably back somebody else before she backs you, you know, to find out the true story. So, um, you know, but like I said, I've just, you know, just feel like they need to make sure that they're, and, and that's what our goal as a parent is to do, right? Roots and wings. They're supposed to get pretty, pretty good roots. So then that way they can fly and, 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 and be better people in this world. So. Absolutely. Well, we've been talking today with Chris Casillas, a teacher at Muhammad Seymour junior high, and also the, the mother of three athletes in the school district, including Mateo, who uh, is a wrestling state champion. I imagine that uh, sounds pretty good to say that, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. It's one of those where you kind of, we, we sat yesterday and we didn't really look a lot at a lot of things and we just kind of all sat around and, and, and just, it, it was an unbelievable. I, I, um, I, I did make a Facebook post today and I have to be honest, uh, the amount of support that he's had has just been tremendous. Um, and to look up and, and, and see that Muhammad flag and all the people around it that were were cheering just for your kid, it's it's truly humbling. It's truly humbling. I mean, and they they um, 
definitely, Muhammad definitely showed up and they electrified that State Farm Center, I can tell you that. That's for sure. Anything else you'd like to add before I let you go today? Nothing really, but like I said, just I appreciate the opportunity. And, you know, like I said, we're, you know, we're, we're just every, every average everyday people who just, you know, kind of push a little bit to, to get things to, for our kids to, to go the right direction, you know, and sometimes that, that requires a lot of things on it from a lot of people. And sometimes you got to lean on other people to help you out. So again, thanks again for the opportunity. Sure. And it's uh, like you said, it's back to the grind this week. There's no yeah, exactly. <laughs> break in there. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks again, Chris. Appreciate it. All righty. Well, you take care. Thanks, Fred. Bye-bye.